We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Happy Thursday to everyone. Let me tell you something. Shout out to um, shout out to Franklin's mom. I'll just put it. Oh, on. shout out to Franklin's mom. Absolutely, shout out to Franklin's mom. Shout out to Franklin's mom. That might have been the most selfish decision. In no, team. you don't it's understand. Crazy. You don't understand. She ain't. She gave Teddy one last test. One last test. One last test. Man, when she saw that he was a liar, she could never trust him with her son and her grandson because she knew whatever was about to happen was about to be some bull. What? He was about to get the bull for the money. And the United States of America was going to track that dude down for the rest Uh, of his life. uh, That's a what if. That's a ain't no what if. You get lost. And it was the way he said it. It was the way he said it. I would have said the same thing. You I'm like, think, bro, like wait a minute. Hold on. I'm like, what are really? you talking about? Really? Him. That was three seasons ago. I'm, you know, you know how dirty of a dude you have to be to be begging me for my your begging me for your life and to create a scenario where my husband is alive in a prison in Puerto Rico. And then for me to ask in this moment. I might have the power to free you from all this. And for you to get downright dirty and nasty with me in your response, that's what we doing? Because it's so beside that, your, Hey, man, your chest is looking like spaghetti right now because of that's you. That's what I'm saying. That's Wait on you. Wait a minute. His chest is looking about- like spaghetti and meatballs because of him. Looking like cheese pizza because of him. But listen, though. He's in a position where he knows Franklin isn't going to leave without that money. Franklin told him, his mom, and Leon that he said, Wait a minute, what's all this? Walk away. Walk away. He said, I, I will never give up. Amen. <laughs> so, why, so, why, when she knows the plan, ruin the plan right before the password all, all he had to do was wait to say the password boom you can shoot him and all that afterwards now i do agree with that she should have shot him after the password yeah, and then well, her whole said, point her whole point was she did not believe she had no faith that that money 
that no, that money is gonna put my my grandson in danger for the rest of his life. That's selfish. Here because she told, but she told Franklin that. I wasn't no surprise. She, she told, told Franklin that. I'll go and 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 if they shoot you, okay, whatever. But I'll be the last time I see. Fine. That's, That's cool. Mama, How many you know? Mamas be talking. But, 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 mamas be is, talking. Man, please. This is, this is mamas will tell you go to your room and tell you that you get on their nerves and then make a five course meal within the next thirty minutes and tell you to come eat. You need to quit. Why would she do? And then the worst part is that okay. What do you, you mean? Why does she do it? You shoot the dude, then you give up, okay. and then it's like, okay. Now you go away, okay. and you never see so, the family again. Oh, that's so crazy. You you really believe that the United States of America and the CIA was just about to transfer this money? You see, old boy just walked off and left ten. He didn't check on him. <laughs> he didn't check on him. He just walked off like, oh, all right, man. The dude, man, frankly, that's, set it up. That he lets said, you know. That lets you know that Teddy's life meant absolutely nothing. What do you mean he was already in dead? In that moment. The fact that he just walked off. Yeah, what is he supposed to do? The police yeah, was coming. Dude, they were coming to get that money. You better believe that. Man. $37 million? Let Franklin get the money and then we can talk about what if. Remember, they got to pay the building. They got They can't be late on the downtown building. That's why Franklin's like, come on, give me the password. So now yeah. you shoot the dude, don't get the money. You go away for life. Yep. Franklin out here with no money, no mom. You but, don't ruin the plan. What Franklin the still has a chess piece. He still has the KGB dude. He Man, still has a chess piece. Still has a chess piece. They just eliminated he Teddy. Only had them in that that warehouse for the money, and he told everybody that he said people are going to break. So, he said we are Franklin, not in the sensible the time only, right now. Franklin is the only idiot drug dealer that thinks he can negotiate with the United States government. You tell me, you go sit down with any real life drug dealer, and they will tell you Franklin is an idiot for thinking. And like Franklin said in the United video, States. he said, "I would have been scared if I didn't know they they dropped you off. They cut him off. He was on his own. That's why the dude was like, I can't give back all of it. I only got thirty seven. We can split it, and you run off, I'll run off. Because he was rogue anyway. So Franklin, like, bro, just give me the money." Uh, you go back with your friends. Teddy, look. Teddy told Franklin exactly what the United States government and CIA feel. It's not your money. It never was your money. It's our it was, product. It was his it's, money. It's our money. It, it was his. And when we get ready to take it, we'll come take it. Well, why can he not get the money first? See, that's 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 the that's the thing. Just it's not his money. He was about to transfer the money with the password. It would have been cool. not his money. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you, it's not his money. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube. We just talked about Snowfall. Snowfall season season six has been absolutely amazing. And absolutely Louis is amazing. messed up, by the way. Louis just dumb. Louis just dumb. <laughs> Louis just, just dumb. Franklin told her that he pays. Like, dude, yeah. I pay. I pay to do. And you know, CMB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, <laughs> all my great content, man. Defensive line depth. We're gonna hear from Al Washington today. He had a lot to say. All my great content. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know, man. Home of the misguided passion. That audible edible each and every day. 
we spell it different. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So, let me tell you something that happened to me. Got up this morning and um, the missus had asked last night if we could go to breakfast early. And I said, sure. So we got up at eight and we went to a little spot down in the little downtown village here. Rush and, on uh, Say it again. To the Rush on Tavern? No, no, the village and not, you know, the suburbs, not downtown. <laughs> And uh, I'm sitting at my table, bro. And all of a sudden, a, a robot pulls up to my table with my plate. A robot? And I'm like, man, what the? <laughs> like, a, like a robot and on wheels. And, and the waitress walks up and takes my food off of this robot. So at this point, I'm intrigued. I'm like, fam, did a robot just bring my food to my table? So I watched the robot, I watched the robot go back into the kitchen. The next robot came out and went to another table. So they have robots. This spot's had this spot has robots that are in the kitchen. They place the food on the robot and put in the table number and the robot is programmed to know the location of the table number and goes to the table and waits for the waitress to come and take the food and give it to the patrons. Bro, this, I said, yo, this is too much for me, bro. This, this Why the, 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 it was all cool until the waiter comes. They should have had the robot be like, Ooh. It's actually now as weird as it was. It's actually very efficient from a business standpoint. Really? Yeah, because you know you put in your order, and then the cooks 
are in control of what goes on the plate. You don't have your food getting left up there and the waitresses forget to come pick up the food and it gets cold. As soon as the food is done, it's placed on the robot by the cooks. It leaves the kitchen and sits in front of the people. You know what I mean? So it really is sit on the hot plate. Right, right. Like, boom, I make it, I put it on the thing. He, right, right. So you so walk in, there's a bunch of robots rolling around and stuff. Damn. One almost ran over one almost ran this elder uh this um older gentleman over today. But they have a sensor. It was funny because I'm watching, I'm like, yo, is a robot about to run him over? It was an elderly man. He was walking, he was looking down. He man, he wasn't even paying attention. And the robot stopped. Like it had some type of distance sensor. It stopped. It backed up and moved to the side. I said, I'm done. I said, I'm done. I said, this is too much, man. This is, too, this is bro. <laughs> AI is like all it's scary, but from a business standpoint, it's, it's I I understood, like I was talking to my wife about it. I'm like, man, I understand this probably makes the process very efficient. Right, because once the cook puts it on the robot, hits the table number, it's out the kitchen. Now it's sitting at the table. My only thing was, what's the point of waiting? Am I am I liable if I take my food off the robot? Right, that's what I'm saying. Is it like covered or what is it? Is it just sitting there? I'll be like, oh, just no. Take- it's like you know, it's like three, two levels. It was like two or three levels. Food's down here. Food was here. Drinks were up top. And it was just like, as soon as it pulled up, the waitress saw it pull up and stop. Oh, okay. She immediately came to the table, took the food off. As soon as she took the food off, she hit some buttons and went back to the kitchen. Fam, it was the craziest thing I ever saw. Man, I'm talking, it came out of nowhere, like left field. Like, what is going on? This is the spot we frequent. Only spot? Oh, this is a a regular spot. Yeah, this is the spot we frequent. Yes, we probably haven't been in maybe a couple of months. Oh, it just happened. (laughs) Yes, that's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, shoot. (laughs) So so my wife actually took video. She like, dude, it was like, it was that that cool. Yeah. Like, we're taking video like, yo, this is dope. It's weird, but it's dope. But the waiter takes your order. Yes. Okay, yes. so it's still take it because you know orders are placed on the little you know handheld joints now in most restaurants. Robotic, yeah. Right. They go directly to the kitchen. They cook it up, put it right on the robot. Robot brings it out doing- to the table. What are the waiters doing in between and if they don't even take the food out anymore? You know, you know, just requesting people have, you know, things they want messed up on an order, requested drinks, refilling drinks, things of that order. You know, they still seat people. You know, so it's, man, let me tell you something. It does not replace waiters and waitresses because they actually had a sign up saying they were looking for wait staff. But it makes it so much more efficient. You don't have to worry about uh, wait staff carrying plates. 
Yeah, right. so what are you tipping for then? Like like the original Clyde the Glide said. That's, that's that? the question. I felt like I needed to tip the robot. Yeah, you're not tipping a waiter anymore for what? They ain't like doing I, gave, I gave my actually I gave 22% today because I felt like Ooh. the tech, I took the technology was so dope. I was just you like, man. Technology? I'm like, yo. Oh, I'm, I'm like, shy. I'm like, man. You got a robot bringing my food to the table. I got, so I got to give an extra you little. For the experience. You paying for the show? Oh, there you go. You supposed to tip the person that's making two dollars an hour. It doesn't matter who gives you the experience, whether it's the the, art, the artificial intelligence and the robot or the actual waiter. I'm not tipping. Waitress. Man, that's, no human, that's not even a human tip is for a human contact. According to who? The definition of a tip. They have to update the definition of a tip when you tip in robots. They have to update the definition of a tip. Yeah, a tip is a human experience. What are you talking about, man? Who said a tip is a human experience? Because what else would you be tipping? You don't tip an animal, you don't tip nothing else. You only tip other humans. So would you go tip a robot? How does that make sense? So you don't walk in the store and just tip. So you would not be a fan because, you know, they have a fully automated McDonald's. So you would tip a, a, a kiosk? For service and experience? <laughs> so you telling me if you had a robot in a spa that was able to give you a better massage than a human, you wouldn't tip it because it's a machine. It's not yeah, human. Yeah, yeah, what are you yeah. talking about? What are you talking about? You don't tip anything else other than humans. You tip for the experience. What are you talking about? You don't tip anything but humans. Nobody's tipping robots. Let me it ask you a question. Let I me tip ask you a question. People, I tip people that have you ever had a pet before? Okay. Yes. Did you ever give your pet a treat after he did something good? There's no monetary value to that. Did you ever give him a treat? Did you give him a bonus? Yeah, of course. I give him a reward for... Okay, but he's not human. But he's not human. I'm not tipping the dog. I ain't giving the dog $5 for nothing. But a treat. A treat is different. It's not a tip. You would say I would give it a, a tip. The only tip I would give my dog is to put his paws on the towel before he comes in. That's not a that's, tip. What are you that's, talking that's about? The only tip you give a dog is a is a advice, but the tip for money is only. Well, I'm, not, I'm going based upon. I'm going based upon what you said. You said tips are for the experience. Are humans for humans? No, 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 no. You said tips are for the experience that you get from a human contact, not from a robot. I'm, that's like tipping a vending machine. You go tip a vending machine because it curled the, the the chips out fast. No. Look, man. I had a great experience today, my brother. So when I checked out, I gave 22%. It was efficient. It was a, shared, it experience. It was a shared experience between waitress and robot. Now they figure out how they do oh, that up. They got to fight, yeah, fight over that. All I know is my experience was great. <laughs> my, my experience, my experience was great. No machine. I tell hey, you. Look, shout out to the robots at Grady's Diner this morning. <laughs> shout out. You had my food hot, fresh, on time, straight that. off the griddle. Man, that's all I'm saying. So I appreciated it. And I'm coming back. I'm coming back real soon. 
because I think the system is absolutely amazing. It took a, it had me weird. I was weirded out for a few minutes, right? Because the robot just pulled up next to me and stopped. And I'm like, yo, what is this? <laughs> but <laughs> overall, my experience was absolutely amazing. And that's what you go, that's anytime you go out to breakfast or a restaurant, you want a great dining experience. That's what you want. You're a person. <laughs> hey, I oh, do you really care who gives you the, the dining experience or yes. who makes it great? You know why? You don't Come tip on, who man. you tipping at the movies. Who you tip at the movies? That's an experience, but you're not tipping nobody at the who you gonna tip the cinema? Who you tipping at the movies? You can't tip the people that you can't tip the people that make that grill your food at the cinema. They have tip jars at the front. Wait, what grill food you getting at the at the movies? What, I want to go to. <laughs> I'm trying to go to. You all don't have, dude. You don't have a full service um cinemas out there in L.A. What 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 full service? The popcorn? No, I'm talking like they had actual grills and like the seats that you sit back and eat like fried shrimp and. Oh. French fries. Right. I don't, I've never been to one. <laughs> You've never been to one? Really? That's when the robot. Oh, wait out. a minute. Y'all bugging. Maybe. <laughs> Dude, because I see people in the chat. Let me tell you something. We have one at Joliet. We have really? one in we have one in Orland. Like a full service full service grill. You can What's order the, your food. What's you on can, the grill though? What's you the can food? order your food before you get to the theater. So that it's ready oh, when you get there. Absolutely. Yeah, you must be going to with LeBron James and and Demar Derozan, all the all the top people in Chicago, because I've never heard of this. And this this is not even like baller status. I'm shocked. <laughs> you pinching a pretty pity now, because I ain't never heard of this place before. It's a chain of them, Studio Movie Grills, dude. Look it up. What it's a chain of, of them in the Midwest. What kind of food they got? Of course, they you know they had your typical burgers. Oh, know, okay. I'm thinking you, you know. talking about like pot roasts or something, some meatloaf. Come on, man, meatloaf. They making dinner or something. I mean, you it sounds like that's an experience. It's called SMG. They have one in Wheaton. They have <laughs> one in Joliet. They have one out in. Um, they talk about Sean. You balling, man. <laughs> man, please. You this took a, Magic Johnson theater idea and blew it up. This is not even like, bro, this is regular stuff. Oh, they got a full service bar, mocktails, mint juleps, stuff. They got wine, bottles of wine. Like, you've never been to a studio movie grill? Man, the only thing I've gotten from movies is popcorn, some nachos. And you know my icy. That's about how I get. Man, bro. So you know they do like the nachos, cheese sticks, cheese fries. Yep. Pretzel bites, hummus. They got the gourmet popcorn, right? So you can get like the cheese caramel mix. See, they need to bring back when the Percy. Something I would tip for now that I was uh, that wasn't appreciating is the people that make the popcorn with the butter on the spot. You know, now I don't like doing my own butter at the movies. I don't know the I don't know the distribution and the proportion sizes. Dude, they got flatbread pieces, burgers, and sliders. I don't understand. This is like, dude, this is normal in the Chicago area, dude. 
Like so we don't normally go to dine in, dining dash. I mean, not dining dash, but dining movies type. Do of I have a Marcus Theaters around the corner from my house that has a full service grill in it? So you don't even have regular movie theaters. We don't. That's why I'm shocked. Like, what is maybe this is like the Chicagoland area? What is going on in the rest of the country where y'all walk in and it's still uh, raisinets, goobers, and popcorn, and that's it? That's all Mayor Lightfoot did for the city is bring these dining, <laughs> beautiful movie dining and cinemas. This, she did this, that is, this is crazy, bro. This is crazy. What type of theaters do you all have around this country, man? Regular ones. I don't, where do you start oh, living? See, Doma Wop said the AMC's downtown Chicago changed the full service dining. It's all over the place in Chicago. You living in the future, Sean. Royal Finger said, Royal Finger said we have studio music, uh studio movie grills here in Florida. It's everywhere. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. You're talking about everywhere. It is. Lilo Galante said Atlanta has them all over the place. It do. California must just be behind. They, which is they crazy. Got them. I, I don't, I don't when I go to the movies, like if I'm seeing John Wick, I'm gonna just go see this. I'm not thinking the dining and experience. That's a whole nother level. My point is you pay for the experience, bro. Like yeah, that's what, that's what right? ticket price and admission. It used is. to be it used to be hard back seats yep. that flip down. Yep. Then they start putting in sofas. Recliners. That recline. Yep. They improve the experience. You pay money for the experience, bro. Yeah, that's the, why the Wait, wait, wait. The recliner, wait a minute. The recliner improved your experience, did it not? Yeah, but I didn't tip. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You didn't pay the extra price? Did you yes, not pay yes, the upcharge? Yes, for the okay. yes, So the upcharge was for that improved experience, bro. You pay yeah. for the experience one way or the other. I don't but care how you slice it. Tip is for the, the, the additional service. I don't, I don't from care a how human you experience. It. All I'm saying is there was combined. I bury tips. That's why I know because I bury the tips. So there was I, a combined effort. There was a combined effort between artificial intelligence and human <laughs> today that made my dining experience out of this world. That's all I'm saying. And what am I supposed to do at checkout? <laughs> Say, man, change this 20% to 10% and split it down the middle because I don't like the other artificial intelligence experience. I don't feel like I should tip that. So just give uh, a 10% exactly. to the way. Get out of here. Go ahead and get that 22%. Y'all figure it out. Y'all y'all figure it out. There's only one person in the equation. <laughs> well, y'all figure it out, dude. However you want to divvy that up to your employees, that's on you. But I, but I'm just thank you, robot thank you for the experience. Give me my popcorn. Thank you for the experience, dude. Hey, see, this is the thing. Josh Miller says, "Sean, I hit ticket ATM machines." <laughs> what do you think a service fee is, bro? That's you, that, that's a service fee. You tip charge. That's that's a tip. A charge. That's a tip. That's a tip for dispensing your money. That's it's exactly what that is. You can it's choose the tip. You That's can't a tip. choose the charge. You sit up here. You would sit up here paying a three dollar tip for a twenty dollar no, withdrawal. Tip is <laughs> a choice. A choice because you can tip more or you can no, tip no. more. No, no, no. That's not true. You. That's not true. Depending upon the the place you go to, 
If you have a large party over four people, the tip is automatic. They tell you that. It's included. They in tell gratuity. you that. It's yes. Included, but that's it's automatic. Well, I'm just telling you, it's automatic. That service fee is included. And every time you take it's money out, hard. Is it not? You, can't, hey. you can't get your money from the ATM if you're like, you, I don't want to You can try to talk around the fact that it's you pay true. for you pay for experience regardless of how you want to explain it. Okay, okay, last question then. When you go to Target and you go to the self-checkout, are you tipping the self-checkout? I'm not a Target person. I'm a Walmart person. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay. Walmart had them first. Walmart had them first. Oh, okay, go ahead. Self-checkout. When you do all the work, because I'm sorry, we're one of the best you, podcasts, bro. Because we, <laughs> we talk about some of the best stuff. Go ahead, love. I'm sorry. Are you tipping the person that's watching the machines if people are stealing or not? Because the because the self-checkout is a great self-service. See, this is perfect. This is perfect. I don't believe in self-checkout. You know oh. why? No, no, seriously. I don't do self-checkout at Walmart. I always get in line. Okay. Always get in line. I, I, I don't like that. I don't like having young people standing there and they're just standing while everybody's doing self-checkout. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't like that. So I'll, come get, I'll give you something to do. You need <laughs> something to do? I'll give you something to do. That's just me. Oh, you, that's just oh, me. You work oh i'll give you something i'll give you something to do because that's boring man who would want to stand there and just watch everybody well they might not care they might not care <laughs> i'm just saying man they might not care so we had a conversation which is gonna <laughs> pour over into notre dame uh thank you for bearing with us man i just had to share that story with you guys in the nation that that was a fantastic experience this morning man i almost want to go back there tomorrow for breakfast i called my parents like man you guys have to come here you gotta try it and they're like sean what are you talking about we've been to grady's like all the time like what are you talking about like no you have to come now yeah it's yeah. not the same it so it's not probably not the same. a long wait time either then you know how you go to restaurants and you, you be well no 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 they start you have to go from seven to eight. Oh, once it gets to eight thirty, Grady's is packed. Oh, it's like you ain't it's packed. <laughs> yeah, it's packed. That's why we got up and went because we know you have to beat the crowd. Yeah, you have to beat the crowd. Yeah, you have to beat the crowd. Fantastic food, fantastic food. They had a the special today was a Cajun ribeye for and breakfast egg, and eggs. And I wanted to try it real bad. Wait, didn't you say you don't do you don't do steak and eggs in the morning, right? In the morning, right? Yeah. But I saw Cajun ribeye. I'm like, man, <laughs> I ain't never had fire. That sounds fire. <laughs> I was tempted. I ain't never heard of that before. I was tempted. <laughs> I but I remember. <laughs> they start putting together flavors. You like, wait a minute. Hey man, dude. Uh, 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 Paulo said, uh, "SD hustled himself with lights and, and balloons." <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, man. The Cajun ribeye sounds good. I ain't gonna lie.
Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. So tell people, you know, you were bugging me all night, you know, sending me messages on Twitter. Tell, tell, tell everybody what you were, you were trolling me last night. That's what you were doing. I was spending some quality time. I was spending quality time with my wife last night watching Mission Impossible, and this dude is trolling me. Let the people know what you did, man. All I did was made a, a, a great analysis, a comparative player analysis to Trey Young and Zach Levine. Y'all thought it was the, all the Zach jokes and all the ha-has and hee-hees. But what Zach must have watched the podcast before the, the last night's game because he went out there and gave a 40-plus ball in a must-win game on the road <coughs> against defending champions from three years ago. I was about to say from three years ago. <laughs> and, and, and put the city of Chicago on his back when DeMar DeRozan was struggling. Now, 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 for like what I said yesterday was he's a better shot creator, which we saw. Oh Lord, Jesus. better free throw shooter in the clutch, which we saw, and a better damn near three point shooter because he made what nine what nine threes. Zach Levine is an all star player now. We need to put some respect on his name. And all I did was just mention what he was doing because I didn't think he was going to watch after he was telling people, "Don't worry, they'll be at on vacation after last night." So I was just sending you updates like, oh, he got 28. Oh, he's at 37. Oh, he done broke four. <laughs> Zach Levine is trying to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. And, and, and him and that caliber of a player in a must-win situation to drop 40 on the road? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? <laughs> so I wake up this morning after being trolled. <laughs> only, <laughs> only to watch the game. And I'm sitting up here, and I'm like in the third quarter, and I'm like, these dudes are down 19. Like, what? The, like, they're terrible. It's like, this is, it's so funny because I'm sitting here like, these are the Bulls. They're horrible. <laughs> they're horrible. These are the Bulls. And then Zach, which he's known to do like once a week, oh, four man. games a week. And <laughs> once every week, he catches a heater like he did last night. And they get back in the game, right? No he one shout out, shout out to Demar Rose's daughter for screaming yep. during every Toronto free throw. Every single and, one. and they missed 18 free throws last night. 
which ended up being huge. But it's so bulls, right? They take the three-point lead, and then they foul Siakam to give him three foul shots. Oh, to tie the game. <laughs> it was so bulls. It was so – this is this – is, so basically fast forward. Look, <laughs> people, look, the Chicago Bulls stink. They stink. Has nothing to do with fandom. True fandom knows whether or not your team stinks or not. And the Bulls stink. They're in the play in. They stink. And as I told Lev, it doesn't what? matter because Lev don't. They don't stink. Don't say the play in because you st- the Lakers is in the play in. First of all, I, I didn't stop trying to make everything about the Lakers. I didn't say anything about the play in. That's not. I said the Bulls are in the play in in the tenth spot. The Lakers won. They were, the Lakers won their game and immediately went to the playoffs. Yeah. The Bulls have to win two games to get into the playoffs because that's how much they stink. So they play Miami on Friday, and if they win, they're in the playoffs, which means they'll get swept by the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round of the playoffs. So what are we talking about? So Lev gets into this whole thing about explaining how the Bulls have a chance to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, which he's basically intimating that they're going to beat the Milwaukee Bucks, which is he's out of his mind. He's absolutely out of his mind. They'll win a game or two. They'll win a game or two. They're not winning two games against the Milwaukee Bucks. Stop. If they get at home, why not? Oh my God. <laughs> this so our conversation, our conversation immediately switched. Right? I told Left, I said, Left, I don't even care to cast my emotions on the Chicago <laughs> Bulls because I have six championships as a Bulls fan. Okay. And I am my heart is perfectly content. Okay. As a Bulls fan, I have six championships. Do you know how much trash I still talk off of the six championships? Like, I'm good. So give me how the long six, does that last, though? Give me the six championships and the Derrick Rose era, and I'm fine. I can talk trash for a long time. Yes. Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, they can do that little thing, play 500 basketball. You know what <laughs> Left had the nerve to tell me? Left had the nerve to tell me, but you should care because they're in the play-in. No, no, no. They're going to the playoffs. That's what I'm sorry. On. You should care because they're going to the playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, this set up the question of the day. <laughs> it's been 35 years, Notre Dame fans. Brian Kelly led you to multiple playoffs. At this point, do you give a darn about going to the playoffs, especially <laughs> with them about to being expanded? Notre Dame should walk into the playoffs every year with ease. Yeah. Don't nobody care. Nobody care about making the playoffs as a Notre Dame fan. It's been 35 years. What are you talking about? <laughs> Some people might feel different, and that's fine. I'm telling me as a Notre Dame fan, Sean Davis, I don't care nothing about making the playoffs. <laughs> that is not impressing me right now. I'm sorry, Marcus Freeman. Making the college football playoff is not impressive to me. So would it be more impressive to beat Ohio State and SC than <clears throat> would be to make the playoffs? Like you said the other day, beating USC is something we've been doing for the last decade. That's not well, special. Well, in particular this year. Obviously, after after Caleb leaves, they're going back to irrelevant, you know. I look. The game. Ohio State would be a huge win. Huge. Huge. I agree with that. Program. Huge. Program changing, absolutely. 
That's huge. But don't come talking to me like, man, at least we made the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> we recruit too good to be excited about the playoffs. No, man, there's man. <laughs> But you would be excited if the Bears made the playoffs. Man, look, See, that's different. Look, <laughs> I could talk to you about the national championships. I could talk to you about the Heisman winners. All the stuff that's number one. I'll tell you all about that. I'm not sitting up here talking to Alabama fans, talking about, well, man, we made the playoffs, though. We made oh, the playoffs three times in the, under Brian Kelly. We're not talking to Alabama, but we can talk to other schools. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not bringing up we made the playoffs. We haven't won in 35 years, fam. <laughs> Herm Edwards says you play to win the game, bro. You play to win. You play to win. Nobody was standing there clapping when they introduced Marcus Freeman saying he's going to lead us to the college football playoff. No. No. We were clapping because we felt there was hope to win a national championship. That's right. Period. Period. Notre Dame's about championships. Notre Dame is not one of these schools where you're like, oh, man, we went to the Gator Bowl. Man, they're not hanging no Gator Bowl banner. And Notre Dame? Don't even got room for it. And no. We got <laughs> what are we talking about? Come on, man. I walk through Notre Dame, go into the IAC for practice. You see on the wall, big picture, all the Heismans, all the national championships. You turn to the right, go up the stairs, all of the All-Americans. You get up to the top of the stairs, all the list of the first-round picks. There's no mention of the 2014 Music City Bowl. Nobody talking about that. I remember it, but I don't think you don't remember. Matter of fact, they have a picture. They have a picture of you from that game in the IAC. Oh, okay, there we go. In the hallway, that's lit. All I'm saying is, we're not hanging banners for that man. <laughs> right, Doma Watt. Right, that's the type of stuff Iowa does. The 2020 big west champions man get the heck out of here man we made it to the big 10 championship game i know for a fact northwestern puts up their big 10 championship game batters yeah we can talk about it it could be barbershop talk we can talk about the great performances and big time games but notre dame is about winning championships that's it. So I'm sorry, left no. Being a Chicago Bulls fan is about winning NBA titles. I don't give a darn about the game on oh, Friday. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all title town. Is that what you said? That's, that's all I grew up with. <laughs> you call me spoiled. You call me whatever. That's all I know. That's all I know. Oh, that's crazy. That's all I know. Well, the Bears will make the playoffs. I'm sure you'll be excited about that. It's not my fault that my fandom started with Steve Berline and those guys and Tim Brown yeah. and, and then went to Lou Holtz going on his crazy run. I, I'm sorry for being born into that, you know, Notre Dame era. I'm sorry. No, that was a good time to be born for Notre Dame football for sure. I just happened to be spoiled. 
when it comes to Notre Dame football. So I'm sorry. No. I'm every year I expected to be one of the top two teams in the nation. Every yes. year. It was an expectation. Every year. Nothing's changed for me left. I don't care how bad it's been. My expectations are the exact same. We need to be one of the best two teams in the nation. That means we need to be in the championship game. Yeah. 23, 24, 25, 26. I don't care what the jerseys look like, what the apparel deal or TV deal looks like. It's all the same. It's all the same. Now, LL Nation, question of the day is, do you feel the same way? Because uh, we have Mike's have some fans that were born into the Bob Baby era, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. That that's that's a, some might have been you know come along with Tyrone Willingham. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Tough years to be fans of years. I'm sorry, Chris. Man, Chris. Hey, well, what would you say? What would God you say about? He said he was born into the era of Parsegian years. That's, well, that's, what would you say about the Brian Kelly years? Would you say that's a good era to be born through? Because that's ten, that's eleven years. That's a that's long. A pretty, time. That's a pretty good era. You can say right? that's a good era, right? I right. Think. I mean, we weren't terrible, but fans in that era should feel spoiled as well, right? I think in the Brian Kelly, you could feel spoiled. Yeah. Not the Charlie Weiss era, though. Even though I think that was more. Uh, hyped up in this era because you had uh, Brady Quinn and Jimmy Clausen and you know I thought Notre Dame Phantom was at his highest at that point mm. but that was more disappointing than Brian Kelly's era you know I mean shit he became the winningest head coach of all time <laughs> <laughs> look man <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying I'm simply saying look it gets to a certain point as a fan base where I would have to settle left mm. as a fan. I would have to accept whatever you give me as a fan. So you don't believe in rebuild years. And and I'm not no no no. Rebuilding <laughs> Rebuild doesn't change your expectations because you're rebuilding to win a championship. Well, that means then then would that mean a rebuild could accept a non-playoff year? Well, if you're rebuilding, more than likely you're not making the playoffs. But you won't you won't, but your expectations won't lower though. No, the expectations are you still want a championship. You still want a championship. I don't care. I want a championship. Period. I want a championship. I think it takes Marcus Freeman another year. I think we get close and then he wins it the year after. That's cool. He can win it the year after. But that's not changing the fact that I won a championship in 23. That's not oh, changing yeah, that. For sure, for sure. We want to we want to win this year for sure. I just man, I would love to have the bona fide guy. You know, you know how, how good Alabama felt these last 8 years knowing going into the year. Yeah. We probably got the best quarterback around. Yeah. Yeah. 
we we can hey. really mark off our schedule some games because we know. You know what? Today's show, today's show has made me truly empathetic to the majority of Notre Dame fans because there is a large percentage of Notre Dame fans that have never felt a national championship. Just like in this moment, just talking about it, my heart really goes out to the large bulk of Notre Dame fans that have never felt a national championship and have only heard about it. I've only heard stories about what it felt like to have those type of expectations. And my prayer is that in the next five years, you can feel that. I hope that it comes real soon for you. I mean, I just really thought about that in this moment. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Remember we did a show like a month ago and I asked Notre Dame fans, would you be cool winning a national championship once every 10 years? Remember I said that? Yeah. And most fans were like, no, I want to dominate. Well, see, at least if you won one every 10 years, every generation would feel what it felt like to have a national championship. Yeah. So we learned that, that uh, about to talk about Al Washington and his presser, but we learned that Malik hates artificial intelligence on today's <laughs> show. Yes. He despises you, artificial intelligence. When you talk about giving him money, for what? So you don't, you don't like vending machines? I will go pay a vending machine for something, but I'm not going to give it extra money either. I didn't. didn't. (laughs) You do realize the vending machine cost is more than the cost of going in a gas station, right? Mm. Mm. Have you seen the gas station price of chips these days? $3.99? California is a special state within itself, bro. Hey, how much are a bag of chips at the store? In the hood? Where you live, Sean. Oh, Vintners, where I live? Yeah. Three, you three realize I, I go to the city pretty much <laughs> every day. So I'm in I'm in the south side. I'm in the south side. You don't get a bag of chips at the local grocery store right down the street, Sean. Come on. Because it's down the street. Oh, it's a nice sick coat right down the street from the church. <laughs> on the 103rd. Well, if you if you if you doing it on a bargain, I shop, get a nice little bag of Vintner salt salt sour for like ninety nine cent. Shoot, that don't exist over here. That's what I'm saying. You know, now if you want to have the name brand stuff like you get, you up there getting LeBron's you ruffles. Get, you, you get, get LeBron James <laughs> ruffles for four four twenty nine. Jason Tatum's ruffles for four twenty nine. Then that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. the gas station snacks have risen <laughs> and it is no longer 99 cent anywhere. Not even McDonald's got a dollar menu anymore. You don't have a corner store? You just corner don't have a mom you don't have a two dollars. You don't have a mom and pop store nearby? All of that. All mom and pop, cousin, aunt, and uncle, 
uh, stepbrother stores all raise the prices on speed. Hey, man, Brandon Gilbert, he says, what, what is a national championship? I keep hearing about it, but I've never actually seen one. Urban legend. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that far from us, honestly. Hey, if they, it's been 35 years. How do you think South Bend would celebrate one now? Would they do a parade? Or would they just hold everything on campus? They'll probably shut down campus. I would expect them to shut down campus, put some thought behind it. I think. No, they got to do a parade through the city. Buses. Notre Dame has bought the city. (laughs) That's my point. They own the city. So yeah, campus it will be downtown essentially. So yeah, <laughs> except the west side, it stops. On yeah, the it's just <laughs> when you get to the west side. I mean, if, if they if Notre Dame needs to borrow Chicago, then just just drive up to Chicago and borrow downtown, bro. You think Chicago will try to show some love? Being yeah. in person, you think they'll show? Yes, some love? the alumni base here is incredible. I mean, we show love to the Blackhawks in South Bend when they won. Absolutely. Oh, you know, I would expect the same. Shoot. Absolutely. See, because Notre Dame fans all over the world should be able to celebrate. Like, matter of fact, you should like plan it like a week after the championship game and give Notre Dame fans a chance to come to South Bend and enjoy the celebration. We would really have to like blow it like it would have to be over exaggerated sell like way after 35 more. years hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yo you gotta have like a party and no a concert at Notre like, Dame Stadium no not like freak me dog please <laughs> you know man it's people on Instagram copping please Oh man! <laughs> Talking about man, if you see me in the video, like relax, man. <laughs> but no, the celebration needs to be. It oh, definitely yeah. needs to be a parade. Yeah, it that definitely starts, needs to be a parade. Starts in the stadium and leads all the way downtown and come back or something. You know? Absolutely, because keeping everything on campus that that nah, 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 nah. You can't. You gotta. Yeah, oh, we have to be. Got, people hate us after we win. You got fans from the state of Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, uh, Ohio that are all nearby that would gladly drive. Everything, everybody celebrates. You know, Minnesota, New Jersey. Uh, you gonna have your places, Wisconsin. People will come. <laughs> what they say, if you build it, they will come. Yeah, and the <laughs> campus is. If you have people coming in, it's not big enough, man. It's just. Why keep it on campus? No, man. Drive through the city. Downtown. Support. Parade. Be lit. It would be lit. You think Marcus Freeman would go to the White House? Of course he would go to the White House. He would go, maybe. Yeah, he would go. Shout out to uh, Coach Neil Ivey and the women's basketball team making history as they would face off against Don Staley. And the South Carolina Gamecocks over in Paris next year. Oh, that's see, that's a game to go to. Ireland's we, we. cool. Ireland's cool, but like Paris is like, oh, that's like kind of it's kind of fancy now. 
Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, exclusive global tours. If you want us to promote that too, if we I can get some. Uh, yeah, I definitely go to that. I go to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a good game too. You know, it'd be like, uh, that's a that's, that's a game that what? That's a championship type of game. Man, I would be more excited about Ireland if we played like Georgia over there or something. That'd be crazy. I guess one of the biggest games of the year in another country that or in London or something. Man, the Bears are playing Kansas City in England this year. But the Bears gotta be good first. I'm just telling you, they playing can I mean it's gonna be a beatdown more than likely, but and Justin Fields we trust he just broke on that accuracy just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> He got some players though. Oh. He got some players already. They got Chase. They got uh EQ. They got uh uh DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney. DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney. They'll draft a couple receivers. I mean, they'll they'll have some guys to throw to. Hey man, we're about to talk about Al Washington, his thoughts on his defensive line and the depth that's being added there. But y'all need to step up y'all movie viewing game. That's all I do. That's all I can say. <laughs> Y'all still going to popcorn only theaters, man? Stop the game up. Stop being cheap. Stop being cheap. Where you Stop. live. Stop being cheap. Take your girl out for a better experience, man. <laughs> no, we, we do the axe throwing. You don't do that? <laughs> Lucky enough the that. podcast. We Come on, man. That's cool. The axe throwing, man. Get you. Get the... Yeah, that's that's a new aphrodisiac. Is that what that is? Uh, look, it's cool because you, you get the. It's a big axe now. <laughs> you get the throw. <laughs> oh man, we'll be back, man. Oh oh oh, O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.